Hello, welcome to the Snack Tack Living Library, where we explore different ideas and concepts to help push forward strong communities, healthy diets, and connections to nature. That's the three pillars of Snack Tack. And uh, these are gonna. There's really not gonna be any consistency on these. Some of them are gonna be really short. Some of them are gonna be really long. No, there's no consistent posting schedule. This is just a living body of information that we are collecting here for y'all's living and growing purposes and benefits. So, enjoy. Eat dirt. Drink water. Breathe air. Live life. Tell your friends you love them, and enjoy the pod. Thanks for being here. Hello, this is another short episode of The Library, and uh, this time I wrote a really good newsletter this week. I have a weekly newsletter that you can sign up for at snacktack.com slash newsletter dash sign up, and I'm going to put that link in the description down here. But uh, I just, I feel like the message I put into this newsletter is something I want to share more widely, and a lot of you aren't signed up yet, you can subscribe. Sometimes it's sales stuff, sometimes it's content, sometimes it's it's really pretty random. Everything I do is pretty random. And, but this one, I just wanted to share this with you in podcast format as well. So here we go. Getting into the newsletter. The title of it is No Man is an Island. <clears throat> in 1624... A British metaphysical poet and clergyman named John Donne wrote a work of prose called Devotions Upon Emergent Occasions. One snippet of this prose has been taken out and circulated through history as a standalone poem. It'll probably sound familiar. No man is an island, entire of itself. Each is a piece of the continent a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less, as well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thine own or of thine friends were. Each man's death diminishes me, for I am involved in mankind. Therefore send not to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Pausing for a second. Um, I didn't say this in the newsletter, but uh, to me, this essentially what this says is all humans share a spiritual connection. And whenever one of us is lost, everyone loses a piece of ourselves because we're all connected in this global macro consciousness. I talk about my macro organism theory a lot, that we're all part of Mother Earth is a macro organism and we're all part of her. And uh, that's something I I like to talk about a lot. But uh, let's get back to the text of this newsletter. We're obviously still on the COVID lockdown, which has separated people from the human connections we need in order to fully thrive. It doesn't feel right for the government to tell us that we have to stay home, scared and alone, through this crisis. 
especially when they are acting off of complete incomplete information. And it seems clear that the disease is not as deadly as initially projected. And in that sentence, I included a hyperlink to a Time Magazine article where they talk about how the death rate everyone has been circulating through the media is inaccurate and there's a lot more to it. I guess I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Back to the to the text. Especially when our leader's response to the crisis has been basically to rob citizens and small businesses to enrich crony capitalist megacorporations and Wall Street bankers. A lot of people lack the capacity for free, th- free thought and self-direction, so a lockdown order from the government, although not technically enforceable by law, amounts to a forced isolation imposed by heartless authoritarian forces. I don't usually want to get this explicitly political in the newsletter, but that's where my head's at this week. It feels like people are not thinking about the secondary and tertiary effects of forced social isolation. There's strong evidence, another hyperlink here, there's strong evidence that isolation and loneliness weakens the immune system. Johan Hari talks about it in depth in his book Lost Connections, which I cannot recommend highly enough. Really, read the book. This is not part of the newsletter, but Lost Connections is an incredible book about depression and anxiety. It goes into the the reasons that SSRI antidepressants don't actually solve depression. It goes into the ways our society is structured that have created this global depression epidemic. Like Modern Western society has a lot of aspects to it that create widespread depression and anxiety and that's basically my mission with this company is like completely inspired by this book lost connections because snack tech is about fighting global depression with healthy diets strong communities and connections to nature and those are three things pulled directly out of lost connections so really read that book please Um, Going back to the text of the newsletter. It's disturbing that we ignore such obvious things, that loneliness weakens us and makes us more unhealthy. When we're together, we're strong, and when we're alone, we're weak. I mean that on every level possible, even our literal physical health. So in the midst of a pandemic, the people in charge are forcing us to do something that weakens our immune systems. Add that to the constant fear-based messaging that stresses people out, which further weakens their immune systems because stress is bad for your immunity. Add all that together and you have a whole shit cocktail for the people. And it also breaks my heart to think of all the other entrepreneurs who poured their hearts and souls into their businesses, only to have this pandemic sweep through and put it on hold. Then instead of helping the business people, Congress passes shitty legislation, and local governments start encouraging citizens to rat each other out for reopening without government approval. 
The despair of losing your life's work is going to push people to suicide and depression. And the economic damage of this will reverberate through at least the next decade. I just saw an article on Twitter that some California doctors have seen more deaths from suicide than from COVID-19 during this whole pandemic. And I think that's something to think about because everything I just said, loneliness makes people suicidal. The loss of livelihood makes people suicidal. When you lose your life's work, that makes you people suicidal. And all these... I think eventually once we have enough hindsight, we're going to see the full extent of all these secondary and tertiary effects of this lockdown. Because it seems to me... And I'm... I'm just rambling now. I've gone off the newsletter text again. But it seems pretty clear to me that this lockdown has been a huge overreaction and that the lockdown is causing a lot more problems than it is solving. And I think if, at least for honest people, once we have some time to look back on this, that is going to be completely clear that this lockdown... Like, maybe some level of lockdown was necessary. But we didn't... What we're in now is a indefinite lockdown. Because we... Nobody's saying anything clear. Nobody has any clear plan. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Anthony Fauci. Fuck all these governors. Fuck Nancy Pelosi. Fuck Congress. Bernie Sanders. AOC. All of them. They're not doing anything that they should be right now. So it's a bunch of bullshit, honestly. What we could have done was just say we're going to lock down for 30 days. And then at the end of that 30 days, we're going to see how things are doing. And I think that would be a lot more manageable for people. Take this pandemic in small chunks rather than just saying everything's locked down and we don't know when it's coming back open. We don't know when there's going to be a vaccine. We don't know anything. It's a completely unknown virus. And no one, not even the top health officials, is working off of complete information. It's craziness. And for people like me, who are self-directed and who have clear goals we're working towards, is not so bad. Because we're going to figure out a way to keep moving towards our goals no matter what's happening in the world. But there are so many people who rely on these authority figures, who rely on their jobs, who rely on their schools, who rely on something, some external institution for their drive, for their sense of what they should be doing with their lives. And all the leaders have basically abandoned those people. They said, go home, figure it out. And go back outside when we tell you it's okay. And we don't know when it's going to be okay. We don't know if we need a vaccine. We don't know if we need cures. I mean, they do know they want a vaccine. And a vaccine probably will help once it's figured out. But they're not—they're projecting that's not going to be here till 2021. We can't stay locked down till 2021. Are you fucking kidding me? God, no. How many people are going to kill themselves? Or each other? Or start robbing? Start stealing? How bad does it have to get before we realize and accept that this lockdown was a huge overreaction? Or not even a huge overreaction. Maybe an accurate reaction carried out in the wrong way. 
whatever it is, it's not helping. I think it's causing a lot more harm than good. Now going back into things, into the newsletter. The reason this came to my mind is that I've been having a lot of trouble keeping track of what day it is. I really thought it was Wednesday, all day yesterday. And that doesn't make sense, though. I'm just as focused and engaged with my work as always. The blessing of having your own business online, as small as Snack Tack is right now. The blessing of that is that you never have to shut down if you don't want to. But I'm still on social media, and a lot of people who aren't so lucky as to have clear goals and projects, they keep posting about their days blurring together. And I think that's gotten to me. Humans are social creatures, and as much as I may try to insulate myself to preserve my positivity and motivation, I still have a deep kinship with all of humanity. And when I, say, when I see people who structure their days and lives around external directions from work, school, or religion, having to sit with themselves in limbo for the first time, it weighs on me. Because even when we're physically distant, we are still spiritually connected in subtle ways. That spiritual reality, that we're all connected, and that human connection is worth almost any risk, is too absent from the conversation. I'm obviously not a doctor, but it seems like the reaction to coronavirus was quite out of proportion to the actual threat of the disease. It's caused a lot more problems than it's solved and will likely continue to do so. So let's decide for ourselves what to do moving forward. Especially here in Eugene, Oregon, it seems like we've been barely touched by COVID-19. And, you know, that's one where I really should have included a hyperlink to local statistics about it. Because we really have not had that many COVID deaths compared to other cities in Eugene here. But uh, anyway, I'm tired of waiting around for incompetent, corrupt institutions to tell us to go back to normal. A lot of you are working on great things, and I don't want you to lose that just because our nation is run by selfish idiots. Love, Jeremy Dirtball Cummings. Share tweet forward. Now I'm just reading the bullshit at the end of the thing. Seriously, people, I think it's time we get back to it. I don't want... Cause, and honestly, this isn't even for my own sake. Because my life has barely changed. I am still just keeping it moving. But you, maybe. Or maybe your friends. Maybe your family. Somebody you know is just sitting there with no idea what to do. With no idea how we're ever going to get back to normal. How we're ever going to get our life on some kind of positive direction and I'm tired of that shit I think we just need to put on our masks get our hand sanitizer and go back out into the world to get this shit cranking again cause I am fed up with this fucking lockdown peace love and happiness people fuck the government buy some fucking bitcoin stay hydrated stay healthy and I'll see you soon. I love you. Peace out.